We saw last night the difference between a person who has good intentions, but uh, what he does is he decides on his own what he wants to do to express those intentions, to a person who is doing what Masechor Ritzuyim, that he's been instructed what to do and he's doing what he's instructed. So now the Chavar agrees with this, obviously, and he's going to give many examples in the Torah where you see that the Torah instructs mitzvahs with a lot of attention to detail, exactly how the mitzvah has to be done. So that's what he says. All the mitzvahs we have are what Hashem told Moshe. The Gemara already tells us that the Nevi'im, although they were prophets, None of them added on mitzvahs. To add anything more to the Torah. So all the mitzvahs we have are what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told And as all the mitzvahs were transferred by Moshe to mitzvahs. That the Torah specifies exactly how they had to be done. So it comes to Karbanas, the Eich Makribim Oisam, how we bring the carbon, or the Eze Makom, which place, the different categories of Karbanas, the Meshechter in different places, or the Eze Tzad, when they came to the Zrika of the Dam, so there was different parts in his Bech, which different Karbanas the brothers sprinkled on, the Eich Nishchatim, the Eich Oisim Bedamam, the Nitchayim, Mimlechus Chalukos. There were different carbonates of different parts of the in the sachim of the parts of the animal, the fats and the organs which were brought in the mizbech. Again, nothing was left up to us. Nothing was left out. So it wasn't just that it's an idea of bring carbonates and how a person wants to bring the carbon or what he wants to bring or which way he wants to offer it up is up to his decision or his uh, choice. No, every single thing, every single thing is specified. Not only that, if he does it wrong, the whole thing's possible. Right, the person that has the blood of the carbon of the chattos, the makom of the oil, the oil makom of the chattos, whatever it's going to be, the whole thing is possible. And he brings a very interesting marshal to explain this idea that you see that, that, that attention to detail is very important. And he says that this is what we see in the havayis ativius, in the natural world, Right, that everything is made up of very very small things, and the exact balance of how it's made up, they're so exact and they're so sometimes small that a person's mind doesn't understand precisely how it's done. But if anything's mixed up in the balance of the detail that Hashem creates, then the thing is going to get lost. If you want the example today, which is the best example, we know that a person's cells in the body, there are millions of cells in the human body. We know that they're always uh, reproducing themselves. And we know that each cell basically is made up of a certain amount of whatever DNA structure there is in the cell. And uh, there are millions of cells in the body reproducing themselves the whole time. And if any time the reproduction process of the cell starts going wrong and the cells don't split or don't, so to speak, replace themselves in a normal way, then they start to get cancerous cells or other growth cells which are dangerous and can kill a person. So you see that in the natural world also there's this attention to, attention to tiny detail that it has to be done right. 
And if anything would go wrong, even on the smallest level, on the molecular level, on the level of the cells, right, then it's going to uh, ruin the whole human being. He's got, it's going to affect him in the, the whole person. So he says the same thing applies to a mitzvah. And even the small detail of a mitzvah, if a small prat in the mitzvah is done wrong, so it's going to ruin the whole effect of what's being done. Same thing when it comes to after they've shechted the animal and brought the blood. So how the eva is cut into pieces. We call hefsh v'nitoch. And each one, what's done with it? What gets eaten? And who gets eaten by who? What parts get burnt? Which kind of oray? The person by a mum, it doesn't have to regard him. Now let's talk about the people bringing the korbanas. We're talking about the karnim. Actually, pgamim tachshitayim umalbushayim. Their clothing has to be exactly right. We're talking about the kohen gadol, the tzitz, the bechoshim, the tachshitim. Also, there's a certain way they have to be. Because you can malbush a kohen gadol, and not only rishus lovel amokam or enyon eroki, amokam ashkin of iron matara. That he's allowed even more. He's allowed to go into a kodesh gadolim as well. Umashenitle bezeim akdushes vatara umadregus hatara vakdushes vatvilos. Not only that, there's also a certain level of tara that a person has to be. In order to go into the Kodesh HaKadosh, a person is Tomei, or, or any level of Tomei can't go into the Kodesh, or into the Kodesh HaKadosh, or whatever it is. Dove Shiyar Achsipurah. Achsayim Chim Boi, Alkiris HaTorah. Masha Tzikar Abisayinah, there's a tremendous amount of details, we have that in the Torah, or what Chazal gave us, the Torah Shabal Peh. Vakom Midivar Lekimim Moshe. All these details are, aren't invented, they're all passed down by Messiah. And this is Hashem told Moshe, and this is Hashem told Moshe exactly how the word has to be done. And uh, it's, it has to be perfect. Anything done wrong in the Avodah is possible. I mean, we say it every day. When it comes to Kataris, so there is exact, exact spices in the Kataris and the exact ratio of spices in the Kataris, and then like we say twice, in Chisa Achs, we call someone else, any, any part of the Avodah is done wrong, the person who brings it is Chayav Misa. And therefore you see that, that it's not just the general trend that Allah was trying to do the right thing. I had good intentions. But you see from the way the Torah talks about intentions, it doesn't help. When you're coming to bring something to Hashem in the base of Megdosh, just giving that as an example, right? So then the intentions don't get you very far. It has to be that every single, every single prat, every single detail of what a person does is done right. The master, he doesn't give us an example, but we can extend it to mitzvahs to apply to us as well. When it comes to keeping Shabbos. So again, there's a wealth of tiny details which make a big difference if something's mutter is also. And mutter could be, you can do it in Hatrila, and also is a person does, it's high of when it comes to Bayer, is a person being Bayer with his hand or with a fork? As in Bayer, the Eichel of the And the small details can make a tremendous difference. Right. Behind Tchunas and Mishkan, exactly how the Mishkan had to look. Horace and Moshe Bahar Sinai. Moshe was shown what it had to look like. Mishkan Bar Oil, Vashulchan, Vamanoir, Vaharan, Vachatra Mishkan, Vamudov, Mukhasa, which means the coverings, Vachal Melachosa, everything which had was made. Herola, Ruchnis, Surasa, Magash, Mishkashet, Nerov. He was shown in the spiritual sense exactly what it had to look like. There's the Chazal that says this. Even though we know that Rashi brings the Padma Menorah, the Moshe didn't understand exactly how the Menorah was meant to look, and therefore Hashem had to show it to him. But the Moshe says, the Menorah Shagadol that the Menorah Shagadol brings, that who had in everything was shown to Moshe. Not just the Menorah, but every single Kli was shown to Moshe, so he would know exactly what he had to build. And that's as far as the mission goes. The Chen Abayi Sagadol HaShabon HaShlema, Herod David Tzeros HaRuchnis, and the Pasuk HaKom, Yad Hashem Alayn, his skill, that when it came to build the base of Megdosh, David, Shmuel Novi, told David HaMelech, who showed David HaMelech exactly how it had to look, David wrote it down, and taught Shlomo exactly how the base of Megdosh had to look. All the details were written. 
We spoke about this before, and that is that the third base of Megdash was also already shown in Nebuah. We spoke about this last week, and that is that you see that even though Nebuah ended, at the time the end of the first base of Megdash, Hashem kept Nevi'im going until the beginning of the second base of Megdash, so that they could show him how to build it. Right? Then Bats and Nebuah was meant to end, 70 years before. The Yirmiyar and Lobby says, the, the, the destruction of the first base of Megdash was really the reason to end Nebuah. Just like the Shekhinah ended then, just like the Anakodesh was taken away, just like the Rastorim Batumim, Right, so Nebuah was something they were meant to lose from the time of the Chub in the first place of Megdash. But like we saw last week, why did Hashem maintain the Vim until the beginning of the second place of Megdash? Because he wouldn't have been able to build the second place of Megdash without a Novi. We can't work out on what the best is meant to look like. And therefore they needed a Novi to show them what to do. And therefore we have the last two or three remaining, the Vim Chagas, the Chayim Malachi, who explain them how they build the best of Megdash. And once they've done it, then now the Nevim can end. Because the Nevim had, there was no longer, they didn't have to keep Nebuah going longer. The third base of Megdash, we come back to what we said. There was a Novi. Novi we don't really understand what Yechezkel is saying, but at least there's a Nevoi telling us exactly what it's meant to look like. We're going to have our own logic, or our own understanding, or our own way of thinking about how to do it. That's if it was a logical process, we could work it out on our own, so why, 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 why would other people on their own and the merit of their own logic come to understand it as well. Ella what? It's something which isn't totally on logic. It's something which is totally on this is what Hashem said, and it's not totally on a person's understanding to work that on his own. Which means, we wouldn't work it on our own logic. That a carbon chattos has to be brought the blood in the four corners of his back at the top. And the carbon ashram has to be brought in two places at the bottom. And the carbon pesach only is one place on the side. Right? There's no logic in that. That's what Hashem wants us to be done. That's what we'll do. But without the tzivui, Without being told, we would never know that. It's not a logical process, but you can work it on our own. Okay, so therefore, the, the, the Chacham has just elaborated on what the Kuzari himself came to understanding of, and that is, if it comes to Avodah Hashem, we can't rely on our good intentions and decide, well, we, no, Hashem counts, the, the intentions was counts, or the thought is what's important, and therefore we can do what we like. On the contrary, when it comes to Avodah Hashem, it has to be done the way HaKadosh Baruch tells us He wants us to serve Him. The reason for that, we already said yesterday, one reason, I want to give another one today. The reason we said yesterday is because Ba'atim, the idea of Avodah isn't to show Hashem that Hashem be happy that we're doing what you want, that we, we're interested in you. The reason of Avodah that we saw yesterday is because Hashem gives the person things to do in order to perfect the person. Hashem gives the person the job to do in order to perfect the world. And if that's the case, HaKadosh Baruch knows what a person needs to do to do that. And therefore Hashem is not interested in the fact that He wants to, so to speak, give him a gift. What Akash Bokhul wants from us is that we're going to do, firstly, what we need to attack in ourselves, and secondly, that, that enables Hashem, so to speak, to give us reward. And therefore, by the mitzvahs already, Hashem telling us, this is what you need to do in order to have the effects you need to have. And if we don't understand, or we do understand exactly why each detail is so important, but Lema'is, even if we don't understand it, that's the mitzvahs. And each each, each that makes a big difference. I'll tell you a story I heard from a friend of mine who, is, who works in Kiruv. Which Mamish brings us at. He was giving a lecture in some place, and uh, he invited people in the lecture who, to, like, if they had any questions, they could. He gave them his email address. He said, "Send me questions. I'm happy to, to to answer you, whatever it is." So there was one one person in the audience who had a lot of questions about Mamish's point, and that is that why does it make such a big difference if it's exact terms to get this way, that way, whatever it is? And if you have the big adult, as they say in Hebrew, if you have the bigger picture, that 
On the whole, we're doing the right thing. So every tiny detail makes such a big difference. Why, why, why are we so being, being so pedantic? Why do you care so much about each tiny detail? It's not a new question. Really, the Gemara brings this question. You know, the Allah of Shkit is you have to cut exactly like this. You cut the wrong way, it's not good. Well, what's the difference? Right. Okay, so I'm already asked the question. You know, this was, this was the gist of his argument. So he writes an email to this rabbi. He sent him the question, he's waiting for an answer. Okay, so a week, two weeks go by and he doesn't get an answer. He starts to get like, feel a little like, hey, you told us you're going to answer our questions, but you don't have an answer. At least tell me, you, you acknowledge that you got the email to So he wrote another email. To this, uh, basically telling him that you know it's not very polite of you not to respond to me when I write an email. He's telling me that you, you don't have an aunt if you don't have one. And then he then he quoted his old email, like he attached his old email, sent it again. So that day he gets back a reply. So he said, this this rabbi asked back to him and said to him, if you look carefully, right, the way that you sent me the first email, you left out a, 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 a like a full stop, a period point. On the, when you write the email address. So I never got the first email, never arrived. But now that you write it again, now I see that you sent me an email two weeks ago, but I never got the first one. And then he said, and by the way, that's the answer to your question. But you think, what's the big deal? You had a pair in an email. But you see, it doesn't get anywhere. Right? So you understand, that's the same principle over here. You leave out a point in the midst, so the posture doesn't get to Shemayim. It never it went into cyberspace. Which is, that's in the same side. We don't understand the Prat. We don't understand why it's so important. But Lemay said every prat is important. And if you're leaving something out, so we're not doing the, it's not having the effect that she wanted it to have. And that's, that's in the echo point of the arguments of the Kazari. The idea isn't to show Hashem with good intentions. The mitzvahs are meant to have an effect. And if you're not doing it the way Hashem wants us to do it, it's not going to have the effect. It doesn't do the job it's meant to do. Because that's, therefore, that's the story of why everything is told in such detail. Okay. We find that the others were. Well, guess what you do? Okay, so we'll do it. Do we understand exactly what each point is doing? No, maybe not. But we don't need to understand that. As long as we're doing it, it's going to have its effect. When they win the Vim, so then, Anachalami. They could understand on their own exactly why each Nukud was necessary. We don't have to go as far as the Vim. That means we don't have the vote today, but we do have Kabbalah. And uh, when a person learns a little bit of what the Kabbalah has to teach, so then you suddenly see how every prat isn't just necessary, it's so necessary because you can understand what everything is doing. Even It's much less than the verb, but even when Kabbalah and Shara Mitzvah, Shara Kavanah, Shara Tfilah, whatever it is, starts to show you things about what everything does, so then you understand, like it's Mamish, not a small thing, it's a big thing. But honestly, that's always the insight. Right? The Reptile of the Maraz is a similar thing, that this world is what's called the Olam HaTzimtzum. The Olam HaTzimtzum, which everything is, is brought down to a very small level. Just like if, if you're going to say that you have the entire universe and you have a human being, what's the ratio of the size of the human being to the size of the universe? I haven't worked it out, but it's going to be infinitely, infinitely small. But if you're going to say within the human being is something which connects to the whole universe. So you've just brought it down to like macro technology. You brought it to something very small, but the atom which, has an, which can have an effect on something much bigger. The Olam HaMaisa works the same way. A small Maisa here is a big difference in Shemayim. A small action we do here has tremendous effect. It's just, it's potential. And therefore, it's true. Within the pratim of a mitzvah, we could be doing uh, thing, doing things which have much bigger effect than we are aware of because we just see it as a small maizah. We don't see the effects of that maizah. This is you do. The Chavit Chaim already gave this marshal. If I be sitting in a room and I've been switching, and I've flicking switches, a control room, I've lots of switches in front of me, I can turn them on and off, so I'm playing with the switches. 
And someone comes around and what are you doing? He said, what do you know? How do you know what I'm doing? I'm just playing with the switch. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? He said, if you knew what the switches were attached to, then you'd see what you were doing. You just think you're playing with switches. You don't understand that each time you play something is making a huge effect. Putting the lights on, you put the lights off. You're starting fires, you're making things. So you're right, the person doesn't see that. But that's the moment that you saw it. A person's mind simply are the switches. The effect is the effect in Shemayim. A small difference here is a big difference there. And that's why when it comes to the mitzvahs, it's the pratim are important because without that, you're not doing the right thing. Agav, this is, even though the Kazari doesn't bring the negative or the opposite side of it, but this is always used as an argument, as a proof, that you see the veracity of Torah. Because you don't find any other religion with such attention to detail. Which means, like the Khazari himself is going to say later on, when he compares the other religions to Yiddishkeit, he says they've taken the outside idea and they've just pushed, they've used the same concept. They have a concept of, of diving, they have a concept of a day of rest, they have a concept of whatever it's going to be that they took. But they don't, they don't see that there's so much more to it than just the idea. They have the idea. So they have an idea of a day of rest, whether it's Sunday or Friday or any other day they choose. But it's not them, because we have Shabbos, so they have a different day. That's not Shabbos. Shabbos isn't a day of rest. Right? There's so many details in Shabbos. To keep, to, be, to keep Shabbos is not a simple thing. You have to know a tremendous amount of halacha. To keep Sunday. There aren't details. It's just a principle. And same thing in everything else. It means they understand depth. They understand there's an idea, and they've copied the idea. But by Klai you see, it's not just ideas. On the contrary, you see that attention to detail which is showing you there's so much more than just the surface idea. Right? There's, there's much more intricate workings, there's much more, much more elaborate understanding than that. Just to finish with the mantra, which I always say. You know, if a person isn't, doesn't understand medicine, so you tell them, yeah, there's tremendous advance in medicine, they've managed to do a heart transplant. So someone doesn't say, what's the big deal? You take a heart out, you put a heart in. What's the big deal? Right? It's only when someone starts to understand medicine, you have to get, make sure that you've tied up all the right arteries and connected all the right veins. You know, all the right uh, veins. And, and you've got the right blood type. And you, want to make, you, use, you found out the way to use anti-rejection drugs that actually works. Then you start to understand the complexity of what you're doing. But with, without that knowledge, you think, big deal, what did he do already? It's the same Nukoda. It's, it's only when a person understands Ruchnius, you understand that a mitzvah is a, is a tremendous amount of detail. It's not just the bigger picture. Like, it's okay, it's a nice idea. So, that's when you only find by Yiddish guy, that attention to detail, which shows us the amount of depth and the amount of like, Ruchnius, which is imbued in every mitzvah we do. So, that's what we're going to discuss here in this argument. Where's the next week?